What is up, everybody? This is your host, Patrick Coyne. Co-host, co-pilot, Javon Harrison in the building. Welcome and, back. And this is the Black Sheep Experience. Please like, subscribe, and give us a follow. If not, we're both going to sleep great tonight. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to episode six of the Black Sheep Experience. Your host, Patrick Coyne. Co-host, bottom of the map ski, Javon Harrison. We're really not at the bottom of the map, though, man. We're in the Midwest. And we got a special guest on today. Um, special guest, Chase Crawford. So, with that intro, Chase Crawford, owner of 4x3. Whoa, no, I'm just the guy that started it. I don't own anything. No, uh, no title. I don't believe that at all. I, you can play oh, that big no title kind okay. of guy. Don't let the beanie plus hoodie fool you. Yeah. He's not Hoodie Mellow. Mm-mm. It's Hoodie Chase, and he's ready to talk some action tonight. And it's, yeah. Let's let's get into it, Chase. Okay, let's run it. Okay, so, from? Monroe, Ohio. Okay. Proudly. There's not much to do in Monroe. Dude, I'm proudly from Monroe, so. Okay, I love let's that. Let's go up there for a week, and I can uh, fill you in on all the it's fun It's very stuff similar to where I grew do. up. Ross, there's a couple gas stations. Oh, yeah. There's a couple, there's land. You got the big. Uh, get the outlets. Yeah, outlets and Trader's World? Hey, buddy, you ain't never seen a bigger Jesus anywhere, I bet. Oh! So, was that, a, was that a big deal? <laughs> How old were you when it got struck by lightning? Uh, I think I was eight, seven or eight. I mean, yeah. It was Do you remember? Year. I was going to say, that's national news. That's, I mean, honestly, I was probably older than that. I was going to say, I think I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. I was way older than that. I think it was just like <laughs> when it was built, maybe. It was, I was like it's seven been, This is like the third or fourth one. Because I remember being a kid coming down to Cincinnati to play basketball or watch a football game or whatever. And just seeing the... I was like, man, it's this... It's a monument. It's huge. But you for know? people who don't know, and the last one was bigger. Yeah, that's what crazy. is it like? What it's it's for a it's for a some sort of church, obviously. Some sort of church. How tall Solid is it? Solid rock church. No Solid free rock church. No free shout outs. No shade. I would literally think no it's, free shade. It's close is to that, 50, is that also it's, it's it's got to be close to fifty feet tall. Fifty feet. Fifty I think, feet. I I think so. I need to Google. Right I would my whole question is when I was a kid, I was still asking like, why did they put that there? Um, you don't want people to love Jesus and think about him. I know that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, Looks like we're getting to religion and politics. Right? I was, what I'm trying to say is you could have made the church bigger or even a parking lot bigger to accommodate more people. Dude, I love the statue. Though. I think the it artistry. inspired a giant arc just 30 minutes down the road. Actually. That's- can we get a guess of how tall it was? Yeah. I'm going to guess. Because the new one's only half. It's like. Wasn't it's the it like. Enough, they, right? they reconstructed the new one like was huge. Hands. It could have been used as like the field goal in the it's, field goal competition. So the it one. Giant, the yeah. one before. And I have the pictures. I I'm going to say. 62 feet. I'm going to say. You just read it, bitch, off the screen. No, I didn't. Did it really? Yeah, 62 feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, he got it. I, Dude, someone fed this guy the question. I was going to say, no, he literally looked was, at my phone. No. Okay. Check the cameras. <laughs> so other other than obviously Touchdown Jesus, there's something great that comes from Monroe. It's you. Okay, thank okay, you. You're welcome. Raised by a single mom, correct? Raised by a single mom, yes. And, uh, yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know where to go with that. Here. Shout out my mom. I love my mom. No doubt. But I mean, there's a lot of kids who listen to this that do grow up with the, with a single parent child. I mean, my nephew 
grows up in a house right now. My sister has two boys by herself. But what do you think that instilled in you from a young age, all jokes aside, because you are successful. I know you play it off. You're a funny-ass dude. True. But Love you. Love you, too. But what, what do you think that really instilled at a young age? I mean, my mom's a fighter. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, when you just watch someone fight to provide for their kids and, um, you know, always making choices with them at the forefront of the choice it's uh you know the biggest i think thing that it instilled in me is when i found out i was going to be a father uh at 18 um i knew what to do there was no second guessing it was just like i like here we go jumped right into the ball because i mean the first time we ever spoke we got breakfast we had Mm -hmm. been running around you know parallels and you were like dude let's just sit down and that was literally one of the first things you ever brought up. I don't know if you realize that. And that was one of the things I'm like, this dude's legit. Mm-hmm. Just because of, I mean, you do play off. We're both joke around a lot. But underneath all that shit, there's there's a lot of seriousness and there's a lot of tenacity that comes from struggle. So, Definitely. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. dude, well, like you said that. And I just thought of like the first apartment that I remember living in. And it was just, you know, it's like the first apartment that I lived in when I yeah moved out and it's like dang dude to to go through a divorce and then go back to school and i mean she was working all sorts of odd jobs um it's tough and you don't realize how much it matures you i think in the moment but yeah i mean i've always did you get your sense of humor from her (laughs) i think i think we all get our sense of humor I thought about this actually last night. I think the more things you go through in life, the more humor you're able to accom- uh, uh, accumulate, accommodate, accumulate in your life because you're going through real things, right? That's painful. But on the other side of that pain, you look back at it, there's a lot of things you can laugh at. Oh, but yeah. No, you know what I mean? You take life too serious at the same time, you ain't going to let us get out. I so. have extremely dark humor. Would you consider your dark or you consider humor dark? kind of edgy because i mean you're a you're a bubbly guy like you uh, always you're one liner after one liner after one liner dude i mean that's just i think the nature of me as a person yeah. like i'm i was i think like class clown in high school i'm not like voted but just like yeah. personality wise <laughs> right. like i was making videos where i was just like trolling the principal and really like walking <laughs> Yeah, bro. Like, like I sat down and interviewed the principal. And the first question was, "Can I have a secretary?" Like, <laughs> he's like, "Well, once you get to my position, you're like, I want to be a." Principal. And, and then he just starts clicking his pen. So then we just started doing Ooh. a pen click counter. Like, so the whole interview was really just like, I don't Clowning know. on him. Yeah, I think like I like I I don't want to say like smart comedy because all comedy that makes you laugh is smart, right? Yeah, but like Nathan for you and the rehearsal yeah um definitely like top tier writing and like it kind of does like the spins that you think you see coming and then it just like really rotates on its side and shows you everything it is it's like oh my god dude oh this is so much more depth of comedy than people give it credit for definitely there's yeah. a lot of depth and, and there's like, a lot of darkness in it too yeah larry david great comedy writer Hilarious, yeah. i mean generational comedy talent um dave Chappelle, obviously i mean the list is short of people who i think just have like that you look up to it's very short yeah, yeah no for sure yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> okay so with the tech deck in my hand um, the big thing I want to talk about 
is what is four by three and how did it start? You're 26 years old. You're a young dude. You have multiple productions going around. You've been around the country. Um, you were recently featured in a Forbes article, Forbes next 100, right? Was is that correct? Yeah, it was the next 1000. Next so 1, there 000. were a lot of other people. You had one more this. zero. Yeah. One more zero. But so what is four by three? Uh, well, four by three is an independent media company. Mm-hmm. We, sorry, I'm not trying to make any weird faces. Make them all. I'm like doing, I'm like doing the whole like pitch thing right now. To Don't pitch. We're not an elevator deal. pitch. I'm not trying to pitch. We're all you business guys. owners. We're kicking it. So what is four by three? The coolest company in the world cool. is four by three. All right. And what four by three does is make independent films and comedy specials mm-hmm. and yes, original things that people want to see. So we, what was the, what was the inspiration by four by three? What's that mean? Four by three is the aspect ratio that I fell in love with. Oh shit! The like art of camera? storytelling like, through for, for like the picture. Yeah, of well, like you know the old box TVs were yeah. kind of like squished up. Yeah, 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 dude, I just was watching Mad stuff as we all were as a yeah. kid Mad growing TV? up. I mean, like I watched Mad TV, but okay. I'm just saying like I think a- I Mad stuff, anything like, in general okay. was consumed through the four by three aspect That's ratio. True. There's like a whole generation of us that are just creators now. So I didn't know that either. I kind of like that, though. Yeah. So you have a team behind you? Yeah, man. I got the best team in the world behind me. Like, that's the coolest part about this no thing. Doubt. And that's why the numbers are running up the way they are. Because yep. there's li- literally right across the hallway is our little cave where we sit. I mean, it's I, I don't want to say boiler room style, but there can be like six of us in there just like editing. Give them some shout outs. What does your team do? So what, what do you do as the point man? Are you the head writer? Or are you the producer? No, yeah. So I'm mostly like in the producing, directing lane, leadership, trying to just like figure out where this boat sails to. Um, all right. So uh yeah shout out the team we got steve garrett seth patrick uh we got marco who's a longtime uh photographer for the company and mm-hmm. um yeah we've just we've got a lot of new people uh floating in and about i'm not trying to name drop yeah go ahead go ahead i'm not trying to name drop all of them mm-hmm. uh because i just want to see who sticks around they don't deserve a name drop yet i'll say it to their face come on in guys Fact. anyone i didn't shout out you don't deserve it yet okay that's okay that's all right but so but, i, I want to understand i'm just kidding no but we have the hardest working team in the world we i don't know my team works pretty damn hard we sit there and edit things that people want to watch for fun. They're not being advertised to. Yeah. They're not being sold anything except escape, which is what all of us are looking for at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. And yeah, that's we're on that cool side of it. The hard side of it is monetizing it, getting it out there, which fortunately we found some success in, so it mm-hmm. makes the creation of it all a little easier. Um, do people but, yeah. come to you? Like, so say me and Javon have an idea about a special. Do we bring it to a production company or are these all individual ideas that you go and staff and find and, or a little bit of both? No, for like a comedy special, um, you know, it will be a comedian reaching out to us okay, and saying, okay. I want to do a special. When can you guys shoot it? And then you um, come up with like a pitch deck and you go like, what's the process? Because obviously there's a and lot. And how long does it take? Yeah, like from someone reaching out to you, to we get. If you hit out. us up and we're like, we want to shoot ne- with you guys next Friday. I'll send you the term sheet of what it looks like to mm-hmm. work with us. 
you sign the sheet or don't sign the sheet. Yeah. And then we're either there next Friday or not. Oh, it's next quick. Friday. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we can make the decisions quick because really it's a matter of getting the crew in a car with mm-hmm. all of our gear, showing up, like, checking out the venue, making sure. Yeah. Where's the coolest place you've been? Like, Terre Haute, Indiana or something? <laughs> That Dude, I've been sucks. everywhere. That place sucks. I've been to Terre Haute, I'm though, sorry, too. We talked about this. The stench and the smell, and I'm sorry if there's any, as they call them, hotions. <laughs> <laughs> that place smells. The Wabash River smells like my armpits after a long night of running around. I mean, it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> Have you been to Niagara Falls recently? Never. Never been to Niagara I Falls. I went to Niagara ever. Falls my freshman year of high school, and i got to say, it was one of the coolest trips I've ever been on. Does it I don't remember what it smelled like, Does to it be smell? honest. Dude, it smells. Were you is on the really? Buffalo side or were you on the... I was on the Buffalo side. I bet it smells like shit side. in Buffalo. It does smell like shit in Buffalo. And all, all those <laughs> Buffalo have, bills. Have no, either of you been to Niagara Falls? Okay, well. What's the stench like? Dude, it's like sulfur. But That's exactly what Terre Haute smells like. That's oh, bro, it's, it's so bad. Do you guys know the biggest employer in Terre Haute? Yeah. If you do, take a guess. Sally May and Freddie Mac. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the federal prison. Really? Yeah, so the Somali pirate was there. Bin Laden did some time there. Whoa. I swear to God. So Whoa. the Terre Haute yeah. federal Whoa. prison. I'm the captain. Oh, yeah. Now. Whoa. So the, they flew him to Indiana? But, but the biggest star. The armpit I, of America. The biggest star. I don't want to I don't want to glorify. <laughs> Gucci Mane? Yes. Gucci, Gucci Man did his time in Terre Haute. Was, no way. 10, 17. I swear. What? I, I, me and Gucci Man were in Terre Haute at the same time. Was John Daly ever in there? I wish in he Terre was. Because I would that love to hear a country song by John Daly singing about Terre Haute. Man. He's going to be, what's he, in town today? No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he's in Oxford wow. tonight. John singing? Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I got to hit him up. No, you didn't tomorrow. miss anything. It's happening tonight. Okay. Okay. So speaking about that, you have kids. I can't just find a babysitter. Dude, what a pivot. Dude, I, I can't. Speaking of John you said Daly, tonight. you have kids. Yeah, but you're like, it's tonight. Go tonight. Well, I can't find a babysitter on that short of notice and just go see John Daly in Oxford. Okay. Do you want me to bring Murph with me? No, I want you to drop your baby off at my house. <laughs> you're not going to go? No. Really? No. You wouldn't want to see John Daly in person? Mm, good. Okay. Okay. But, so- but uh, <laughs> dude, I would be happy... To have an extra baby for the night. Okay. So how many kids do you have? <laughs> I mean, that was like, that was like a, <laughs> that seems like a setup question. But no, I have no, no, three. No, no. Have three. I have kids. three. Yeah. Okay. First you ask that question like you know too First many First kid at 18. Well, yeah, I know you're my friend. No, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about the three kids. So Really then? Okay. Yes. In a series. Great co-host. Thank girls, you. boys, boys. All boys, all girls. Three girls, nice. uh, seven, three, and one. Girl dad. Happily married. Happily four married. Girls total. What is that? Four girls done? total. What's that done for you? Because from, I, I have a friend like this where there's he's the only male in the house. Mm-hmm. It's all ladies. What has mm-hmm. that done for your that feminine? Energy? Dude, that's been like my life for twenty years. Mm. I got a little sister and I got Very a mom. True. And I got a wife, and I got three daughters. So, so nothing changed. I got a soft, I got a soft heart, y'all. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, you are. I'm not. A, I'm not like this mean leader. Like we're gonna do this, and ah, it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm coming with a pretty level head every day of just like, hey guys, Here's this is where today. I think all of this work is gonna take us. I'm more of like the vision. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all. I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm, Who keeps your feet on the ground then? Because he. And my wife keep my feet on the ground firmly because I'm definitely the visionary. Who keeps your feet on the ground? Bro, 
no one right now. That's like the best part is yeah, everyone's and yeah. everyone's seeing what the what the result of all of the work is mm-hmm. and this whole like rooting and tooting about delayed gratification. It's like, no, nah, we're gonna just shoot all this stuff and not tell anyone about it. Not re- we we don't do sneak peeks. We don't do whatever. It's like we release the whole thing. We release all the clips. We post mad. I mean, two, three, four times a day. Yeah, but from a marketing perspective, how do you build up hype around yeah, the project? Yeah, with, with that, is that how you always started? You've always no, done this? No, but it's, it's been a, that's what I'm saying. It's like the learning curve from doing independent films of being like, oh, yes, we're dropping our low-budget independent film with no one you've ever heard in it on uh, three months see you guys giggle but this yeah. is seriously how independent film marketing is okay and then it's like okay cool now that i've you know pretty much blown the load as far as yeah. my marketing my only marketing asset for a film is a trailer okay mm. and you drop it months before and try to hype people up the whole like the new strategy is day and date like boom especially for small indies boom here's the trailer of something you've never seen before and swipe up and you can watch it for free on tubi or wherever see that's like, a different perspective you're trying to convert like crazy right now because there's so much out there and the comedy stuff is kind of what's popping in social that's like the crossover of original media all the sound film stuff mm-hmm. yeah exactly when you're scrolling on your feed it whether it's like the back of a what bar makes you special, stop yeah, people are looking to laugh and checking out those jokes. And then you become a fan of a comic if you see a couple of their clips. And then, yeah, that's like how you get into our little world that we're in now, which is, you know, now we have a platform. And, I mean, we've seen comics. We saw a comic go from 7,000 followers to almost 90,000 followers mm. in 10 weeks. Can you give us anyone locals on the rise? Uh, Blake Hammond. I, you, Why does that sound familiar? Blake does a lot of shows with Ran and Lee. Okay, so you've okay. probably seen them yeah, before. Yeah. But they go bananas. Yeah, but Blake like doubled his following. Wow! Since his special drops went from go. like twenty six hundred followers to like fifty. So for small business owners, because there's a lot that listen to this, do mm-hmm. you think that has a play to other venues, like other? I mean, whether you're talking about the fitness space, the podcast space, the so you can talk about retail. No, it's interesting. I've had the this conversation with. Um, a lot of not a lot of companies three really big companies i've talked to okay um and they're like how can we incorporate what you're doing into our business and i'm like mm-hmm. uh license the clips from us and just then you have permission to post the money like if you the best way to grow i'm not saying the best way to grow imagine if you're growing a gambling app okay imagine if Barstool. you're scrolling on social and you see stand-up comedy clips coming out of this gambling app cross-posted with a comedian. Then, over time, that gambling app gets a following, and then they can start to push this, like, oh, sign up today and get $50 free bet. Now you have so many gambling apps that everyone's just scrambling from square one instead of building a real following. They're just, Mm. like, throwing away all these free sign-ups. I have six gambling apps on my phone. I'm probably never going to gamble again after that game last week but yeah what i'm saying is if you're trying to grow a following in this day and age you have to show people content they want and okay. sometimes it's not always selling people or converting people sometimes it's just like giving them something that they want to see and, and when did you kind of learn that because i think the best people in business 
are the ones that can actually adapt the quickest and learn the quickest. Mm-hmm. Or create. Like, I haven't heard this perspective before, ever. Yeah, I've been in a lot of cool creation. rooms. Is it? So I, I'm learning right in now. In a way, an, an adaptation that you started out doing how you did it, to th- dropping a trailer three months before, and now we're just uploading on Tubi. If you like the trailer, click, let's go. Yeah, and I mean, like, that's on the film side. So we did, like, 12 films last year. We've got like eight coming out this year one coming out in 800 theaters in april wow um another film that's getting an international release so there you go some like cool stuff happening in that world still but then it's like the comedy specials where it's like yo we're just gonna drop these on our youtube for free every week and use all of the it's like the gary v method right of like taking a big piece of content and it's like okay well here's like 20 little mini jokes in here and we'll just run those on social you'll save the big ones for no and then it's like we're we're just throwing all of it out there because like the theo vaughn approach like i literally the dude with the mullet i literally fell in love with him from short snippets from rogan i'm like this dude literally makes me laugh within seven seconds what's his podcast what's his stand-up special and i literally have been down a rabbit hole for three or four months yep he's absolutely hilarious and it's from like seven to ten second clips and that's pretty much all we're doing is just trying to yeah get these jokes out because they're funny and people like them mm-hmm. and then when they do that it puts it in front of more people in the algorithm and then when it gets in front of more people it's really a numbers game of like oh yeah two hundred thousand people liked this post and a million people saw it so of course you're gonna go up a thousand followers or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and over time all of that just like starts to compound and compound are you in charge of finding what's funny so say you get an hour special Sure. Are you the one who literally watches it and goes, yes, I'm going to post that. Yes, I'm going to post that. You know, I will get in the way as little as possible. I trust that there's three people that we have posting and me. So there's four. I trust all of us. And ultimately, I have had from day one even just this sentiment of like everything has an audience. Mm. And I agree with that. Even if. It doesn't make me laugh, even if it doesn't make you laugh. It, it makes none of us in this room laugh. It could still go extremely far. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it could have a, this whole world on the internet, so I'm not trying to gatekeep it from even just making it to the internet and getting there. That's a good perspective. Um, yeah, so that's why we post three or four times a day, and we'll, I think, kind of learn from what gets viewed liked and doesn't get viewed You get a liked. ton of data from it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're still on a personal account. We're never going to monetize. Like that's the other side of the sauce is like, we're not trying to nickel and dime each platform we're on. We are solely converting to YouTube. And that is, I mean, what's today? February? February Last month, I think we went up 9,000 followers on this. There was like a period of time where we were going up like 500 to a thousand followers a day for like 10 straight days just because. And on Instagram or on YouTube? On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, and like our YouTube's almost at like 5,000 subscribers. You know what's interesting though about YouTube? And I've been down this rabbit hole ever since I listened to the Mr. Beast podcast yeah. on Lex Friedman. Is, and I guarantee you, after I leave this, I'll get something on my homepage from your personal YouTube channel. But like the science behind YouTube, like n- not a ton of your subscribers actually watch your content. You got to get on that homepage. For sure. And as soon as you're on that homepage, you get them views up. But because I never look at what my. I'm so subscribed to like 100 channels and I'm not yeah. looking at. Whatever's on my homepage is what I'm looking at. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 
It's crazy. It's all about what's recommended to you. Yeah. Because it saves, unless you're uh, browsing incognito, it saves all of your search history. So you never have to sign in for it to recommend things to you. Interesting. And it's kind of the same as just like having an account. And then whenever you create the account, it transfers all of that history to that account that you created. Speaking of drops, too. I, there's this new like phenomenon going on on Twitter where the people are dropping like entire movies. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> on so. Twitter, I can't. I'm like, just like three accounts. They're like, click on it and watch it. It's literally like, F it, Rush Hour Two, F it, Boys in the Hood, F it, and there's it's the entire movie. Yeah, I'm not hip to Twitter. For free. So that, the whole thing. I didn't even know you could upload a video that long onto yeah, Twitter. Yeah, well, someone uploaded one of our specials to, uh, what's it, Rumble? What's the? Uh, I don't know what this it might be is. called. Rumble is it that the, the one familiar. that Andrew Tate had a talk show on? I want to say it's called. Rumble. And they were like, "Did you know I that you guys that have a so special much. on <laughs> Rumble?" And I'm like, "No, I didn't know that." That, but cool. And they were like, "No, they, you know, like someone stole it and uploaded it." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like more I people st- with more views. Man. Yeah, I, no, I mean, like, bro, you don't understand. I'm a blip of sand in the entertainment spectrum 100%. like i'm out here in cincinnati hustling and like sure dude if you want to just watch what we made and appreciate it by all means like dude i don't i'm not trying to get uptight and they're like no you don't understand this is andrew tate's website but they're like, not a business this is owner, not andrew not. tate's <laughs> website yeah, exactly. okay this is not yeah anywho Cat or, or, Tell me about your business. What do you guys do? I have one more question, and then kidding. I got you. Okay. <laughs> so jumping from being from Cincy, we're all very close, Huber Heights, but went to college in Cincy and everything. Sure. Being from Cincinnati and trying to make it in a world that um, progressively Cincinnati isn't the easiest. Going back to it, hold on real quick before you ask that question. <laughs> Doc, Chase had to use the restroom. He just came back. Hey, he got some ice, cream, ice creams on his feet. Show the cameras your feet, man. Look at the sweet feet. Look at them things, baby. Hey, them off-white Boy, Jesus. I've never seen ten thousand BC ones. I love those. I am a fan, so I just want to shout those out. Shout out to the guys who are not afraid those. to free the toes. Yeah, yeah, dude. Really. I mean, it, what I freeze the toes. Take the socks off. Let the toes hang. You know. I like the socks on, but you could do socks off. What's the point of socks with flip flops? That's the dumbest thing in the world. It's cold outside, yeah, bro. Yeah. You want ashy toes? Look, put on yeah. shoes. Come on, the one that be rocking the no socks, no shoes when it's twenty degrees outside today. Them, them things don't be free ashy. the nipple. Free you the start toe. Start a fire. Don't rub your feet together, toes together. Sorry, no. I'm trying to ground myself. I'm trying to get some free energy. Dude, your toes would be all cold if they're exposed. It's like wearing a blanket. Yeah, dude. but you build a callus on your feet. Hey, man. What? Fresh wind across the toes feels good in the morning. What? You, you gotta <laughs> hey, try it. Is this a quote from like a book? No. The fresh wind on your toes. From my, good from my brain. <laughs> from being from Ross. I thought you'd understand. <laughs> okay. All seriousness, being from Cincinnati, trying to make it in an industry that's based out of LA, Miami, New York, Atlanta, any production hub. Um, how do you make it without any school? I'm gonna drop out myself and not saying that you're not well-read or an intellectual or continue to study and learn because obviously you do because you're successful but how did you make it i don't even say we made it i hate saying that how how did you find success in an industry that is not ripe for anyone's taking in cincinnati and especially without the education and you're in some pretty cool rooms how'd you do that true um i almost feel like in some ways i was like pushed to success okay like 
I am a very self-responsible person. And even when I started making videos, the people that I was just messing around and learning with at 15, 16 will tell you like how seriously I took everything. There was no okay. like terrible lighting or, I mean, there was bad audio just based out. It was all bad, yeah. but like it was all as good as it could have been Makes with sense. what we knew and what we, you know. No, 100%. We, you weren't professional yet, so you didn't have But in your brain, you were the most professional dude on the street. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. I was like, this is what can get me out of here. Okay. And it did. What I mean, was the, like, what, there had to be something. Yep. What was that inspiration to even get you? Because you were an athlete, too. Yeah, man. So what made you, or was it always parallels? It was always parallel. Yeah, Soccer no. player. Soccer player, yes, yeah. sir. I mean, uh, psh, dude, for me, it was uh, just put into my life. I don't know. I like kind of escaped through television. Mm. I was like, man, I wonder who makes that stuff because they okay. must be the happiest people ever. Like wow. they're like the Willy that's Wonka's. A of, I never even thought about that. No, that's movie. that's awesome, dude. They're like the Willy Wonka's of society. So they create your... this magic for everyone to enjoy and just like sit and mm. watch. It's an incredible perspective. Yeah, yeah. But that has to manifest into something. Four like, by three. I I know, yeah, but I'm 100%. saying. <laughs> what took you like you didn't just you made films as a kid but there's obviously two routes in society now you could take the intellectual route and learn mm -hmm. or you can just start with experience and do it yeah like, we're experience based so do you like screw it i'm just gonna start and if it happens for me great so okay so in high school i was making these fake taco bell commercials and for fun for like, fun were you a big parody guy in high school um i was just a, a bit yeah no of course yeah i was yeah. the funny guy yeah. i was always making stupid stuff Memeing on the principal and... But how'd you get your, like, film out? Because what platform was it? YouTube. So I had my okay. own YouTube okay. channel. There we go. And, uh, yeah, I was just making stuff with my friends. We made this fake Taco Bell commercial. They called me and said, you got to come out to L.A. Can you come next week? And I'm like... I got to talk to my mom. I'm Are you 17. serious right now? Or I, no, yeah. This is, so serious. Okay. this is That's, the origin story. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, and then I was in L.A., shooting it's i 17. mean like directing this commercial i wrote it like did uh i was Young acting in it phenom. yeah and Seven, like 17 years old yep senior in high school senior in high well it was before my senior year started wow. so yeah it was like the summer what a flex to come back and i missed my like, first day of school do? yeah i missed my first day of school because I, I was LA directing yesterday. this yeah, yeah. they're like what's la <laughs> Dude, it opened my eyes, man. I shot a, a real studio with a real crew, had a real casting session. That's like, where you're like, I'm I've in. I've never heard the story, yeah. Yeah, dude. And it was just, it opened my eyes to this whole other side of the world. And my mom was right there with me. And That's she was awesome. just like, <laughs> it was her first time ever west of the Mississippi. Yeah, like, wow. And that was, that, that was your, that was your doing. Bro, she was like, you gotta, this is your divine life purpose. Okay. Like, yeah. you, this has been put on wow. your plate. And I'm like. From then, that was checked. It's like I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm in. And, yeah. And well, and I was already in. I just like, dude. I didn't even own a camera or a laptop. Like, I transferred to Butler Tech. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So now we're talking. Yeah. So I was like making videos with my friends. I transferred to this vocational like school of the arts and near right outside my, of Hamilton. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And um. Yeah, and I was just making stuff there every day because they had cameras and computers. And how was the teacher there, Mr. Ginter? Oh, bro, Mr. Ginter. Would they let you go and create? Dude, he is he... my spirit guide. He was Still like, talk to him. 
Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's retired now, but um yeah, Mr. Ginter never held me back from like I don't know. He was always like teaching people stuff and going step by step and then he'd see me being like looking up YouTube tutorials and then like just like messing around hitting with pause it. and going back to the program and like cranking around with it and i would like literally stay there until the jander came in to lock the room at like 6 30 i was just like a hound lock just in yeah. i don't know that i had any friends like that in high school i uh, was like that where i would i would stay after football after track and i was locked into sports school was like mm, it was okay for me i had fun with soccer but i and I even had the opportunity to play in college. Mm-hmm. I just never, I don't know. I never saw after it as my ex- vessel out. After that experience, it's going to be pretty hard to go back left. Oh, yeah, dude. I went back, that. missed the first day of school, showed up on Thursday, still started in the game. And I'm like, hmm, all right. Yeah. Not in a cocky way. But, like, you know, normally if you're a senior starter and you're missing practices and all of that ish before not a good sign first game of the season yeah it sets a bad tone and it was a fun senior season i'm sure um i could sit here i mean like i still talk to all my teammates i still see them and do you take anything from sports into the film production yeah dude i'm a competitor i want to win i want to keep my foot on the throat of my enemy and okay like watch them die okay so you're a, you're a i'm not trying to be cruel but yeah no there can only be one champion yeah, i mean but there is a lot of some, people that compete from a place of they're only competing with themselves coming up in sports yeah but this you ain't have golf. to beat no and <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to beat your friends asses to get a spot says so i was a quarterback you there's six dudes on scholarships that you have to beat out to try to play mm-hmm. so i learned to literally compete against other people i'm not good at always competing against myself so I'll create shit in my head that doesn't even exist just to compete against someone that doesn't even know who I am. Yeah, exactly. That's the same thing for you. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm competing against Sony every day. Thank I'm you. like, who? I think that's the brought real the competitor. Fresh, brought the fresh air, dude. That's that's a real yeah. competitor. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, yeah. Everything's a competition. <laughs> but to a lot of people, it's crazy. They're like, what do you mean? You're only in competition with yourself. Bullshit. If I'm there is a monetary everybody. aspect on the line, there's respect. There's literally you can only there can only be one winner and one king in the market. Mm-hmm. Someone's beating your ass if you're not that king, and everyone oh, yeah. knows who the king is. Yeah, no, I'm, and we're like that's what I'm saying. We're such a blip of sand in mm-hmm. the entertainment realm that like, yeah, dude, do you know Sony has a whole team of like 80 people to take down pirated films and sin, oh. cease and desist and stuff. Bro, we don't have a one-person team for that. Right. So, you know, get it out there. Right. Well, limited time only until we hire lawyers full-time. <laughs> you know, you'll be able to just put it out there on every corner of the internet. And, like, dude, we were the number one stream. Dude, I'm going to plug it one more time. River plug. Road, best film we've made. Most people haven't watched it because they don't want to spend five, ten bucks if you haven't watched Amazon? it. Amazon? It's on Amazon, Apple, okay. everywhere. Best film that we've Tap made. Tap in. Yeah, one tap in, and two, it was the number one streaming film in all of Russia on Pirate Bay. Someone did a fake dub, and then I got an email saying, like, uh, I think this is being used as, like, propaganda and probably not, like, the best. dubbed how you... And, Wanted like, to... And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a real, oh, yeah, geez. Yeah, it was like the government is spiking drugs, and these guys are, like, bounty hunters, yeah, I might have to watch that tonight. Yeah, no, yeah, it's I'm, action uh, adventure. Like if if you 
like fun movies that are just like awesome. Okay. Watch yeah. River Road. I, I don't want to give you like a. I've seen. Don't give me too much. Don't give me too much. Yeah, yeah. But I still want to know how you got from Butler Tech. That's seventeen to eighteen years old, because a lot of people who listen to this are creators. Mm-hmm. You're, a crea- you're either a creator or a consumer. So being as creative as you are, how did you get from seventeen to nine years later? Right now, you can make it very short. But I mean, there has to be a formulation of a team or your first big film. Like, what was what took you to the next level? Well, I think. You know, to bring the conversation full circle is my daughter and holding the child and just feeling the ultimate form of like self responsibility of I need to make this life worth it and every day mm. from here on out matters and because there's people depending on it. So yeah. for me, there was al- there's always been like a shot clock on my career wow. in a way, right? It's like I'm holding the ball 24, 23, 22, and every day I'm fucking around. So, Cuss, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I was about to say, I want to pick that statement up from the top if I can't. Good. Because so every time I, uh, every every day I'm messing around and just like going out to parties and waking up hungover the next day. My competitors out there emailing people and offering to be their mentee for free, or you know, hustling a PA gig, or they are outrunning me. And it is really to your point. It's like while we are individuals pushing ourselves to be the best version of ourself there's another person there's another version of you that's kind of pushing themselves a little harder that day 100%. and you don't know them and they don't know you but you have the same mental about what you're doing and they want to win and you want to win and if they're gonna yeah it's like yeah if you're gonna go the extra too. mile they're gonna go the extra mile right and even you know i'll go out to eat now i'm not resorting to paradise i'm not like retiring my mind i'm still always thinking about what's happening but there was like two years of my life where i would not let myself like waste time Mm. like would not go out to drink with my friend i like i hate to say isolation but literally like totally isolated myself from friends family like anyone that wasn't helping me make money get my dreams like a step further and i don't know if i don't know if i can say i regret it i think that there's people who i think that was low-key our last year of college and moving to denver we moved away to denver but i mean if i wouldn't have done that there's no way that i'd be in front of you right now because again i'm only so strong to my weaknesses, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can only say no so many times where I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's have some fun. So we literally, I went out there first. I'm like, dude, I gotta go. I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna, I don't have a degree. I'm gonna end up right exactly where everyone said I was gonna be. I'm gonna be a fucking bouncer forever. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. So I bounced. But I mean, I think isolation is at some point necessary for growth because you have no idea what your opinions are without external beliefs. You have no idea what you even want because there's constantly people just shoving shit in your face. I couldn't do it. So I had to get away. So I think isolation is important, but at the same time, like you said, there's someone running parallel against you. I know for a fact personally, because I know you that you made a lifestyle change too, though. It wasn't just isolating yourself and 
you gave up. You stopped drinking as much. Mm-hmm. You started focusing on your health more. Mm-hmm. You started, I mean, even if it was stupid questions as a joke in passing, I'm like, oh, he's serious. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he, he's joking, but he's literally asking me because he wants my opinion. So, I mean, dude, you lost weight. Yeah, man. Skin cleared up, looked great. Yeah, dude. What was the, was that the kid? Was that, or like, wait, I can optimize myself so I have more energy to work more and be with my family. Yeah, I think. What was the change? You know, yeah, so over the course of the years, you you do kind of just, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go with that one. It's hard because, like, you try to once you realize that you can be the best version of yourself, you try to hold yourself as accountable to that as possible, which means like, yeah, less day games and double beers with the homies. And like, that sucks. And that's hard. And yeah, yeah, for me, it was really like COVID. I got locked in and there was just not anything to do. So yeah, it's just like, bro, I'm day drinking. I'm night drinking. Mm -hmm. What's going on here? Yeah, exactly. What did your career do when you did that? Uh, because you still work hard as shit. You know, I'm not taking that No, away yeah, exactly. I, dude, my career went from having a movie release in theaters to working under a fake name for a lifetime. I did three and a half films for them in a summer, and I quit. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was wow. terrible. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it wasn't bad. I was making money, but it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, this shit. just draining exactly and i wasn't making i knew that the way was to own the things that you're making and um yeah that's just like it led us to comedy specials and yeah didn't smoke drink do anything for 90 days lost a bunch of weight and then just kind of made some semi-permanent life changes from there just like Maintaining a balance. I think that there's a balance in everything. Got to have fun. But, yeah, in the words of Bruce Leroy, tolerance is everything. That's right. Mm. That's right. Discipline is even more. Okay. So. If. Show enough. I don't want to talk anymore. you don't anymore. know Bruce Leroy is, you're definitely going to watch that. I was but, about to say, come on. But, hello. Black History Month, and we're not going to talk about The Last Dragon? I'm going to say this, and a lot of y'all... If you've never seen The Last Dragon, that is 100% the best kung fu movie I've ever seen. But we got to wrap. It's pretty good, too. We got to wrap this thing up here. So I got one more question. I'm going to drop a bomb on him, Flex. Drop a bomb. All right. So I'm not a dad, but you guys are. And I envy that. One day I will be. It's going to be awesome. Try harder. My son's going to be strong, though. He's going to be, like, stronger than me. And... What is one thing, because I we talked to my dad about this and I um, earlier this week, and I was like, man, you really impacted me with this one life lesson. Like, I'll never forget this one thing you told me. And it's, it's really, it's shaped who I am, a, a huge part of who I am. So what is one thing that you were going to leave to your, your legacy, you which is your kids? Whoever wants to start. Hmm. Well... For me, what I'm do I'm trying to retire in nine years. I've told I probably told you that when we first, first met. met. Yeah. I wanted to retire at thirty five. Nice. I feel like that was put in me for a reason. And I want to spend the back half of my life chilling on the beach with my boo. So Shout out. we kind of uh, sacrificed a, great... a bunch of years on the front end of mm-hmm. our relationship and now mm-hmm. we are gonna just get to date hopefully for like thirty five, forty years and beautiful. 
then we'll have money. That's like the best part is like, yo, the we missed like the first five years of like dating and hanging out. Bro, we would have had to budget our dates and budget our trips. Mm. And bro, imagine unlimited budget for thirty five years. Whoa, <laughs> delayed gratification Back. could be sick if it all works out, right? <laughs> so would. yeah. The tips that uh, I guess what I want to leave my kids one is some sort of passive income that allows them to um, really just, I guess, analyze the choices that they have as far as careers go in their life, because um, not everyone feels like called to something. I think the way that I felt called to what I get to do mm-hmm. um, I, and it's tough because I don't know. Man, this is gonna get sound like really deep. I don't know if everyone like has a calling, or mm-hmm. I don't know like how that process works. I don't know. I talk to so many people. Like, You're a black I, sheep, dude. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what I want to do. I don't know. Mm. I don't know where I fit in, and it's like, man, and I don't know how to help you because I've never Can't felt that. I've yeah, never yeah, felt that yeah, way, I, and it's. But I think on a deep level, for me, like when someone says that, it's like you haven't thought enough about who you are. That's where that's where my head goes because if you know who you are, you know what you're gonna do. Or struggled you, enough, like, which is part of telling a story of who you are. I found exactly what I wanted to do when I was at my lowest point because I had to Google what made people happy. Like that's a very dark time in my life, and it was doing what you love. Every monk, every person that I ever, I mean, studied priests, studied monks, studied shamans, anyone who was a spiritual healer. Chasing what you love, what fills your heart up. Mine was literally fitness. Okay, there's a million things I can do. I'm just going to chase that as long as I can and as hard as I can because I love it. Mm-hmm. I'll never get sick. I'll never feel empty. Monotony is a one thing because you get sick of doing the same thing every day sometimes. But at the end of the day, as long as it's towards my goal and I'm helping my family out, run it. Start the day, hit the alarm clock, let's go. Um, but building off what he said is like I literally went from chickenelli's house that we're starting a new business it's five minutes from my house and i literally drove home a little faster than i should have because i haven't seen my kids since six o'clock last night just to see him for four minutes Mm -hmm. like i literally ran and picked him up and he's happy as shit i throw him up in the air and like if i can give him an example of anything is that your dad was always willing to make time for you and chase his goals in the same realm. You are not a nuisance because you're in my life. I will always make time. I will always make you a priority. But in the same realm as being a man, and I think there is toxic masculinity in this world, mm-hmm. but there's nothing wrong with being an alpha male. I will make time for you. I love you. I love you. I'm but sorry. I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. I got shit to do for you. I have shit to do that I can help you, your mom, even though Cassidy works. I still have time for you but I can still get this shit done and I can still leave you money behind. God, I want to say a billion things. I love that. I love that, dude. Yeah. The, that's how I, I, li- I would literally rush home to see my kids yeah. for like, I like went home f- just for lunch the other day Facts. so I could see them on like, yeah. Just sit in front of me. And hug them, eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's nothing wrong. I think like, yeah, dude, I watch, uh, one of my favorite movies, Goodfellas. I don't know. So yeah, I like yeah, phenomenal movie. And it's like, yeah, there's bosses in life and you got to kind of like move with some grace and mm-hmm. some like silence, but also like composure. Exactly. Well, when and when it when push comes to shove, it's like there's no questions left unanswered. Right. Nice. You you kind of I want my I want. Yeah, exactly. I, I just want to be able to always have, I guess, that 
uh, uh, transparency with my kids and they never feel afraid to come to the boss with their problems. Or that you don't have enough time, like the abundant content with my kid. Like he's screaming, he's crying. And I told him this the other day. What if it was the last time I ever got to soothe my kid? I got time for that. Sure. I'm never going to say, no, I got it. Boom, boom, boom. I'll be late. I'll figure it out. But for right here, right now, I have time, energy, and I will be 100% present with you. What, um, so y'all are going, you're taking your kid to see John Daly tonight? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have his first Howdy. tequila shot right before, hopefully John tees off. Be some Resposado. You know he's a Brick Street. You know Resposado. Is he a Brick Street? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. He's a Brick, I'm serious, I think it's sold out. Chase, but, I love you, but I'm not going to see John Daly tonight. No, but I'll go with you. We'll bring our kids. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. More what? This is, I just, I, can you come? Because then we'll, if you come, we won't be in zone anymore. Okay. Everyone will have one kid. Can we talk about that? That's the last thing I want to talk about. This is zone coverage, and this yeah. is the topic for Chase. So. It, it is the topic for Chase. We want to talk defense. We want to talk zone coverage. He's got three kids, yeah, all girlies, mm-hmm. beautiful girls. What do you do? How do you with three? You know what I mean? It's you awesome. go from man to man to Yeah, zone. dude, exactly. It's tough. You go from man to man with two. Two on two. Exactly. And then it's zone where you're three on two all the time. That's what I'm saying. Are you thinking like Who NFL or NBA? Two, three zone? Uh, it's tough. Cover three. We try zone? to do like a stacked look sometimes <laughs> where, you know, I'll be like, ah, and then I'll just back off. Yep. And it will be like, fake the kid out. And then mom will come from the side and pick him up. Swoop in. <laughs> like, Bath time. It's like oh, I don't want a bath. I don't want. But Dad's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna, get you. and I'll just run them right into mom. Right. How do you That's prioritize great, so. the shrimp? I love that. How do you prioritize? Is it is it diapers or is it attention? Or do you kind of just let the the diaper sit there when another kid you need the attention? <laughs> they can sit there for a little bit. I mean, they they pee and poop when they sleep. You don't know. Sure. They've been there for four hours. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened to him. Guaranteed. Uh. Well, when I'm personally doing zone, I try to get one of the kids to sleep. Okay. Mm. There you go. No. So then you can go back to man. It's it's nullifying of the threat. I don't know what the term in football is for that. But it's it's like getting a sack and then doing a dance with your buddy that's synchronized. And then that's when everyone knows that you and your buddy have been talking about the dance all week. (laughs) Once you get the baby to sleep and you're like, hey, want to play fall, guys? It's like... <laughs> you know, they do a little, the little it's, yeah. It's the See, let's do it now. More analogies. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. There you go. With that, the very last question. It is the very last question. I promise this. This is it. Chase, we ask all of our guests this. We really appreciate your time today, man. <laughs> no, I want to keep going. Are you two going to start a podcast and then we can just rotate in new hosts? <laughs> different set of questions. Shout out to our ladies, the producers back there, Corla Madeline. Shout out to y'all. But last question for real, for real. We ask all our guests this, man. What does what is the word? What does it mean, black sheep? What does that mean to you when that when that when that's said? When I when I hear black sheep, of course I think of Pat Coin. <laughs> that's my that's my guy. Dude. No, I mean, Good. <laughs> you know, I I think of someone who inspires me. Someone who uses uh, strength in a responsible way. Um, someone who leads by example, someone who's up at six, up till midnight, back in at six the next day. I know that this guy works hard and runs circles around every gym owner in Cincinnati. And that's not even talking shit. It's just like, 
bro, run with me. Yeah, let's both be rich. Is. Let's yeah. both get this bread. Let's both build this business. But ultimately, one of us is here doing like, yeah, like I'm here putting the work now. Come with me. Like I'll let's run together. That that will make it more fun. That will push me to be faster. Me to be stronger. 100%. Me to be better. Competition breeds. Iron sharpens iron, right? 100%. And um, yeah, man, when I think of black sheep, I just think of, yeah, how things are built brick by brick. Um, and sometimes I think uh, it comes from a place of inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Being a black sheep. Um, but yeah, when I think of black sheep, I think of our boy PC. Here. <laughs> yeah. Everything he's built. This love, I, it's man. been uh yeah, been a long trip knowing yeah, but also, I mean, dude, I I remember seeing that wall when it had no photos of anybody yeah. on it, no jerseys hung up, mm-hmm. um, no mural painted on the wall. Yeah. Um, so he, you saying he started from the bottom? Well, you remember? I mean, we shot that life after stuff there. Yeah. With the running and the, yeah, I mean, that was like 2019. That was the old one. That was the second one. See, yeah. that was. I mean. Yeah, let's talk, let's go even further back. Oh, no. Twenty eighteen was the Rewind. first time we got together for breakfast. Yeah, man. So, you That's know, five years ago, first watch. Five years ago, yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah. Also, I wanted to know: Are you hiring any soccer trainers right now? We have a great one named Adam. He's a beast. What What would be the rules about? Let's say a twenty six year old male wanted to drop. You're way too busy. Is it only You're high schoolers? Well, the thing we, is, I don't want to be like. You know, I don't. I'm not that in shape. I don't want to be getting ran circles around, and then these like kids are doing Fortnite dances on me. You don't want to, but be like the guy. I don't. Have you guys seen? You the don't articles? have the time. <laughs> you know, that's, I'm going to be honest with you. You're killing it. There's no way that All you right, have the well, time. But you know what? If you want to come in and you're always welcome. Always. You know that. All jokes aside. Well, dude, I'm just confused. How does Sam Hubbard have time to work out, and I don't? Um, so being honest, NFL players are completely maxed out for 25 weeks out of the year those other 25 weeks it's only dedicated to themselves and they earn it dude i know but how does he make the time in his busy day of just i heard every day he does a full-on football game in his house worth of working out i'm just kidding all right i was gonna say i was like <laughs> we can wrap it we out gotta talk, we gotta we can, t- no 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 we can wrap it out where we dab. wrap 